people of Earth and Anchor podcast listeners. This is surprise. This is Movie Girl from Midday Movie Madness. Surprised you hear me again so soon. Now I apologize if I sound a little bit dungy. I have um, a little bit of a cold, <laughs> but here we go. Merry belated Christmas and Hanukkah and Kwanzaa and Happy Early New Year. Surprised you hear from me this week. Well, some news broke, some good, others, uh, well, not so good, that really can't wait until next year, as it will be old news by the time next week rolls around. But before I get to that, happy belated birthday to David Miron, whose birthday happened to be December 28th, and happy belated birth, belated anniversary to WKKL General Manager Lisa Zinzius and her hubby Jimmy, whose per- anniversary happened to be yesterday, December 29th. The late Mary Tyler Moore, actors Diego Luna, John Foyt, Jude Law, and Ted Danson's birthdays were also yesterday, December 29th. Happy birthday today to original West Side Story star Russ Tamblin, who played Riff, basketball star LeBron James, singer Ellie Golding, the late pop singer Davy Jones, and Tracy Ullman. Happy early New Year's Eve birthdays to Katie Daphner, gymnast Gabby Douglas, actors Anthony Hopkins and Val Kilmer, and Holly Barclay. December 31st is also when Nick and Rachel Barson celebrate 10 wonderful years of marital bliss as they got married on that day as well. Stephanie Selwyn-Brandt and Carol Jean Exner have their birthdays on January 4th. Now, let me get the sad news out of the way first. Yesterday, the world was hit hard by two losses. Brazilian soccer legend Pele, who made soccer popular in parts of the world that hadn't yet fallen in love with the sport, mainly the United States, in the 1960s and 70s, went to that soccer field in the sky yesterday. The Hollywood Reporter announced the sad news, stating, an unequaled hero of football, Pele died Thursday, his agent told the Associated Press, after being hospitalized in Sao Paulo, Brazil, for the past month. He was diagnosed with colon cancer in September 2021. His daughter, Kelly Nascimento, posted a tribute to her father on Instagram. Pele burst onto the international stage during the 1958 World Cup tournament where he scored three goals in a semi-final match and two more at the final at the age of 17, capping a brilliant and emotional victory for the Brazil national team. He would win two more World Cup titles before joining the New York Cosmos in the North American Soccer League in 1975. He remains the only player in history to play on three world champion teams. An amazing feat considering 140 countries vie for the World Cup every year, four years. In 1969, Brazil issued a postage stamp with Pele's image in celebration of his 1,000th goal, and FIFA in 1999 named him its co-player of the century, along with the late Diego Maradona of Argentina. The same year, the International Olympic Committee voted him athlete of the century. In 1970, then unparalleled 900 million viewers 
watch Pele in his last televised World Cup game. The fashion world lost an important member yesterday. The website also said that Vivian Westwood, the rule-breaking, irrelevant fashion designer who came to prominence along with the sex pistols in the 1970s, has died at age 81. On its Instagram page, her fashion brand announced that the designer, one of the original architects of the punk fashion look, died Thursday peacefully and surrounded by her family in Clapham, London. Vivian continued to do the things she loved up until the last moment, designing, working on her art, writing her book, and changing the world for the better. She led an amazing life. Her innovation and impact over the last 60 years has been immense and will continue into the future, continue the post. If that wasn't enough, 78-year-old actor and British TV regular Stephen Grief went to that TV soundstage in the sky December 27th. He was best known for acting in the 1970s sci-fi show Blake 7 and played real-life politician Bernard Weatherhill on, Netflix, on the season four of Netflix's The Crown. He also appeared in the soap operas EastEnders, Coronation Street, along with Howard's Way, Citizen Smith, the 2015 film Women in Gold, Mistresses, Spooks, and many others. So sad. Sadly, this week marked exactly six years since the world lost the amazing Carrie Fisher and her mother, Debbie Reynolds, who passed exactly a day apart, and the talented singer, George Michaels. Your legacies will never be forgotten. In fact, Billy Lord, Reynolds' granddaughter and Fisher's daughter, who just became a mom of two mere weeks ago, posted some beautiful, heartfelt tributes on social media to them. And much better news, Nick Cannon is now a dad for the 12th time. He and Alyssa Scott had their second child together on December 14th. Superbad's Christopher Mintz-Plasse had some super good news for his fans yesterday. The 33-year-old declared on Instagram he popped the question to his longtime girlfriend, live music photographer Britt Brown, Bowman. They've been together since 2017. It was announced December 28th, Chris Rock's upcoming Netflix comedy special, Chris Rock's Elective Outrage, is going to be marking a first for the streaming giant. The March 4th, 2023 comedy event, which is Rock's second special with a streamer, will be its first ever live comedy special. The event starts on March 4th, 2023 at 7 p.m. Pacific time and 10 p.m. Eastern Town. The late legendary Marvel Comics founder and comic writer Stan Lee would have been 100 years old December 28th. Though he went to the comic book store in the sky November 12, 2018, his legacy and his influence still lives on. Birthday tributes to the late comic writer who made countless cameos to, in Marvel films poured in over social media on December 28th. And Marvel Studios and Disney announced some big news that made his fans around the world joyfully exclaim, Excelsior! Variety.com declared that day, Marvel Entertainment tweeted a 25-second video on Wednesday 
confirming that the 2023 release of a Disney Plus documentary on Stanley, the announcement aligns with what would have been the 100th birthday of the late comic creator, 100 years of dreaming, 100 years of creating, 100 years of Stanley. Marvel Entertainment wrote in a caption that accompanied the teaser, Stanley, an original documentary, is streaming 2023 on at Disney+. The newly released video shows glimpses of some of Stan Lee's minor roles and guest appearances in cinema. The celebratory montage concludes with a gradual zoom-out that reveals an illustration of the multi-talented creator. James Cameron is once again king of the box office world. Er, king of the world. Er, the box office. Er, I mean the planet. In just 14 days, his massive, long-awaited sequel, Avatar The Way of Water, has swum past the $1 billion worldwide marker milestone. It's the quickest film to reach that after last December, Spider-Man No Way Home, which took 12 days to reach that mark. In history, only six films have reached that record in their first two weeks. The Avatar sequel, which has made over $1.17 billion worldwide, currently at least, it's just one of three 2022 sequels to enter that very elite club, or the club being the billion dollar marker club. Top Gun Maverick took 31 days to get past that record, while fellow sequel Jurassic World Dominion took over four months to claw its way into that elite club. Speaking of records being broken, ET Canada declared. December 28th, Top Gun Maverick has burned through the competition and become the most watched movie premiere on Paramount+. Plus. From Thursday, December 22nd through Sunday, December 25th, the action film exploded on the streaming service domestically. It flew past Son of the Hedgehog 2 as the most watched premiere ever by an increased margin of 60%. The film's release was so impactful that it even caused an increased viewer consumption in the original Top Gun by nearly 400% and Cruise's Mission Impossible franchise titles by over 140%. The first trailer for next summer's The Flash movie has a release date. I repeat, and this is not a joke, we know a date when the first trailer for The Flash movie will drop. CBR.com reported it yesterday, saying the first full trailer for DC Studios The Flash is on the way. The Wrap reports the new trailer will debut during the Super Bowl on Sunday, Feb 12, 2023. Fans can get another glimpse later that week when the footage appears in front of Marvel Studios' Ammon and the Wasp Quantumanium screenings, starting on Feb 16, 2023. The new Flash trailer marks the first time in 17 years, Warner Brothers has had a presence at the historic yearly sports event. The studio's last big Super Bowl promos, trailers for the Bruce Willis crime thriller 16 Blocks, disaster film Poseidon, and dystopian action flick V for Vendetta, aired in 2006. The latter film was based on the acclaimed comic book series by Alan Moore, David Lloyd, and Tony Weir, and became the largest box office earner of the three. During January, ABC's Wonderful World of Disney will air favorite Disney films every Sunday night. They, and they 
roaring in first off is the 2019 live action remake of The Lion King, which airs on Sunday, January 1st. And finally, to end this break, singers Ariana Grande and Bad Bunny were extremely charitable over the Christmas holiday. People.com reported December 28th, Bad Bunny is giving back to his native country this holiday season with a pop-up party. After handing out more than 25,000 presents to fans of all ages at his Good Bunny Foundation's Bonita Tradicion gift drive at the Coliso Roberto Clement Walker in San Juan, Puerto Rico on Tuesday, the Mi Porto Bonito musician had a surprise-free concert on top of a local gas station. Following the gift drive, the 28-year-old Grammy winner, Boyn Benito Antonio Martiz Ocasio, filmed part of a music video for his recent single, La Jumpa, with rapper Arcangro in Puerto Rico's Cale Loza neighborhood, where a large crowd began to form. Bad Bunny then treated fans to an impromptu performance of several songs, including Gato de Noche, Efecto, Mi Porto Bonito, and El Apagón from the roof of a Gulf gas station, according to videos shared via social media. Grande, on the other hand, donated tons and tons of gifts to children's hospitals across Manchester, England. The gifts were to teens, kids, and babies in pediatric wards at the North Manchester General Hospital, Royal Manchester Children's Hospital, Within Shaw Hospital, and Trafford Hospitals. ETCanada.com reported December 28th, the Santa Tell Me singer has an emotional bond with the Royal Manchester's Children's Hospital charity after one of her concerts in the city was the target of a tragic terrorist attack in 2017, leaving 22 concert goers dead and over 500 injured. That's all for this breaking news, folks. Happy New Year to all, and remember, Midday Movie Madness returns to the airwaves on WKKL on Thursday, January 5th, 2023. So, until then, my minions, Happy New Year. Stay safe and watch lots of movies, whether they're in theaters or on DVD. See you soon. Bye.